Welcome to episode number five of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, and I'm going to tell you what you should do as a parent. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. So I'm on a, a message board in a Facebook group. Uh, there's probably about 1,500 of us dads. It's um, uh, pretty much a support group for men who are... Uh, newfound fathers are about to be fathers and today or this morning when i went in there i saw a feed mind you us men aren't that always that vocal there was a feed in there where there were like 70 comments and i was like whoa what is this topic about and it was a soon to be father commenting about how he read that co-sleeping with your children is uh, raises the chances of SIDS, uh, sudden infant death syndrome in kids and babies. Uh, typically, infants to four months old is where those numbers are enlarged based to co-sleeping. So his statement was not being a father yet, he had seen or read an article or watched a video where there was a, a parents proud of the fact that they slept and, and co-slept with their kids. And his last statement, which is the one that got him in trouble on this group, is anyone who co-sleeps knowing that SIDS is a is a greater chance if you co-sleep in my opinion that is just and he put in big bold capital letters bad parenting he said you should allow your kid to sleep in their crib or bassinet and you shouldn't ever co-sleep that is bad parenting so i'm here to tell you i'm here to tell you that i don't know jack about parenting but what I do know about people is this. You never tell people what they should or should not do. And as many fathers in this group, as it's a men's only group, went on to get defensive, like, hey, I co-sleep and don't tell me I'm a bad parent. Uh, and that's what they said. And they said, you don't know Jack. You haven't been a parent yet. When you have a child at a certain age uh, that and you are trying to go to work and live life and do what you need to do and you're trying to get rest yourself, if what comforts this child is sleeping in my bed or our bed, then that is what we are going to do. And for you to tell me I'm a bad parent, you don't know anything. So there's really a lot of defense. So my response in this whole thread as I read through 70 plus comments was, Here's the deal. Until you are a parent, until you could put yourself in the shoes, until you have a baby tr crying uncontrollably and, 
and you want to comfort this child and you don't know how to do it, uh, it's really hard for a non-parent. And this, I think this is where it comes in. A non-parent to give advice to a parent. You have no clue what the world looks like on a day-to-day basis. Especially those first few days where uh, a new parent is full with fear and uncertainty and lack of sleep and lack of knowledge and wondering whether or not we're going to be able to provide for this new life that we're responsible for for the rest of our lives. You can't tell a parent as a non-parent how they should be parenting because you definitely don't know Jack about parenting as you've never been one. And I think it's where a lot of that animosity came from. So what I shared in the group was, was, and, and I will let you know, and I didn't, I didn't let them know, I am not a fan of co-parenting, but I am not about to judge the parent who does so. And what I said, and what, what I hope this podcast brings for a lot of viewers is I'm never going to tell you what you should do because I don't live your life. I don't live your experiences. I don't know where you came from that brought you to the point of making the decisions that you are making. What I am going to do is share with you my journey. What I am going to do with you is share the things that I believe worked for me. What I am going to share with you is some of the areas I messed up on and how hopefully I am correcting those. What I am going to share with you are some tips, tools, tricks that I've implemented and maybe the results I've gotten. But what I will never do is say, I did this, you should do it too. Why? Because you should never do anything I do simply because I said to do it. Now, what you you can do is gather as much information as you can. So uh, as, as a new parent or a parent in this situation, if I didn't know anything about SIDS and I was co-sleeping with my child and somebody brought that up and said, man, I never read any article like that. And I would Google SIDS. I encourage every single one of you to do your own research. And I would say, what is this SIDS? Oh, sudden infant death syndrome. Wow. What are the causes of this? They're kind of unknown. And because it's it's unknown, uh, what they've done is research. How many of these were during co-sleeping? How many were this during these months, that month, that month? And they pulled all this research and they find that some of the SIDS cases are during co-sleeping. Do we know that that's the cause? No. But if there's a number of them due to co-sleeping or in conjunction with co-sleeping, then maybe, just maybe, you take that into consideration and make a different choice. But you're making an educated choice. So what I said in my response is uh, we shouldn't be judging, giving any advice that's unwarranted. We shouldn't be throwing our opinion. A lot of the responses were, uh, I don't think SIDS is caused because of that. Well, don't think anything. You, you are not an expert on SIDS. And the experts don't even know. So how would you know or think or have an opinion towards when you haven't done the research? So if you don't think, that's fine. But uh, I would suggest to do the research. So I said, go make your educated decision 
by educating yourself, doing your own research. I personally do not go into my doctor's office uneducated. So when my doctor gives me information about my child, I ask intelligent questions based on the research I've done. To my surprise, doctors are human also. To my surprise, doctors are so busy serving their clients and customers and living their own lives that whatever they learned in college and through their practice, sometimes myself, someone who's read new material, someone who is uh, uh, very up to date on what's going on because I have a new baby myself and I've I read the first time and I've read the second time. I didn't think, oh, I know it all. Um, I've actually educated my pediatrician on a few things and sent her information where she's thanked me and said, wow, I didn't even know this research. I didn't hear this makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you sent this to me. And then I, I educate my pediatrician. I educate and I make educated decisions based on my own research on multiple occasions. My pediatrician, in my opinion, was not congruent with the way I want to raise my child. So guess what? I educated my own pediatrician as to what our parenting style was and why we're doing what we're doing. And she says, well, that's not the norm. I can't disagree with you. That's the way you want to go about it. Then, wow, I, I, I understand. And, I, and let me clarify. Both of my children were sleeping throughout the night by three months. So at one of the, the, the three-month visit, my pediatrician asked me how much food my son was eating. And I said, he's eating 27 and a half ounces of food a day. She says, 27 and a half? I was like, yeah. Well, how's the math? And I broke it down in my head. I can't do it right now. But it was like seven ounces, seven ounces, seven ounces, six and a half ounces. Well, what time does he eat those? And I was like, he's a man. Six, ten. Two and six a.m., 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. She goes, what does he eat in the middle of the night? He said, he doesn't. He's now sleeping through the night, and he just started that last week. She says, well, he needs food in the middle of the night. I said, no, he doesn't, because we weaned him off of it. We had a process that I followed. I didn't make this up on my own. I read a book. I did my research, and it worked for both children, both of my children, seven years old and 13 months old, sleep throughout the night, both in perfect health and both allow mom and dad to sleep throughout the night because both of them sleep throughout the night. My oldest has never had a sleeping problem, never had nightmares, never had any challenges. And same thing with my youngest. So as she was telling me that that's not normal, I said a normal is for people who want chaos in their life. There's a lot of chaos in the world. I'm not normal. We have structure in my house. In order for me to be an effective parent, listen to me, in order, and I'm not telling you guys what to do. In order for me to be an effective parent, I need a good night's rest. I can't be cranky. I can't be unrested. So I train my children through a process to become good sleepers. Yes, there's a process for everything. Because of that, and, 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 and part of that process is not co-sleeping, right? Because they become dependent and not independent to sleep on their own for an extended period of time, right? Because I'm not going to sleep for 12 hours. 
So if I don't sleep for 12 hours and a baby's required to sleep for 12 hours to get proper rest, what happens? They get unrest and I get unrest. And that, to me, just doesn't make sense to have a healthy uh, sleeping atmosphere for baby or for parents. And that leads to crankiness and other problems. And as I see it, I know myself and myself only. If I don't get proper rest, I am going to be ineffective as a human being and more importantly as a parent. So I'm not, I, that's my truth. That's my story. And that's what makes sense for me. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody that they shouldn't co-sleep. If Whatever their consequences of that, if they're willing to have it, so be it. I'm not going to tell you what you should do. But I guarantee you what I just said to most people makes sense. Wow, he could be a better effective parent, even though I don't know jack about parenting. If he gets proper rest, wouldn't it be great to have my kids on a schedule? Wouldn't it be nice to create that schedule for my kids? And if the answers to those things are yes, then I empower any of you watching this or listening to this podcast to reach out to me for the resource. Because there was a resource that I followed not once, but twice and both times extremely effective. But I'm going to tell you this. Never going to tell you what you should do. I personally want you guys to research and come to your own conclusion as to what is best for you and your family based on where you're at. And if what I say makes sense, feel free to reach out. All the contact information is below in the notes. And at the very least, you can reach out to me at www.bethedadyouwishyouhad.com and... Uh, you'll find my book there, but more importantly, you'll find a way to contact me. Have an awesome, awesome day. I don't know jack about parenting. Neither do you. We're in this thing to win it together and learn and educate from each other. Talk to you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.